witches. I'm Felicia. And I'm Holly. Join us as we embark on a journey to discover the ins and outs of witchcraft and what it means to be a witch in today's world. Grab your grimoires, your crystals, and a hot cup of tea, and let's get get spooky. Hey, Felicia. Hey, girlfriend. Hey. Happy New Year. Happy freaking New Year. Happy freaking New Year. It's 2024. It is 2024, friend. What? The year of the whore. I can't stop. <laughs> year of the whore. Is it actually the year uh, of the horse? No. Okay. I don't think so. Maybe. That would be great. Year of the dragon, the friend. Ooh. 2024 is the year of the wood dragon, an imaginative, hands-on creature capable of transforming negative and... De- into positivity and unity. <laughs> it's it's basically division, but with a ness. Divisiveness. Like division. Oh, yeah. Div- divisiveness. Div- is it divisiveness? Divisiveness. Yeah. Um, and unity by making conscious choices and using alternative methods. But yes, 2024 wow. is the year of the wood dragon. Cool. Very cool. Not the year of the whore, unfortunately. That's next year. Well... <laughs> tbd yeah tbd we're only a couple days in so we'll see where the year takes us who knows yeah you know 20 2000s fashion is coming back in and let's talk about christina aguilera's dirty okay okay i'm a slave for you different song but also different same song. vibe same era yeah. Yeah. same vibe <laughs> if we start seeing low-rise jeans low-rise skin tight jeans i'm out and visible thongs i'm out you know i'm gonna be right about you're the whore okay buddy I'm if i see that like floss okay i'm gonna I'm like suspend pretty her sure. i'm pretty sure it's coming my my dude yeah pretty sure it is coming <laughs> Um, I mean, not for me, it won't be. But uh, if I went out looking like that, someone would call the police saying that there was a hate crime in progress. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. At Violence to know. humanity. I can't. I can't. Dude. I fucking can't. Wow. Uh, People yeah. will just wear anything nowadays. I'm getting old. Um, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I mean, to yeah. each their own. Here's the thing: to each their own. No, because you know how I'm getting old. Because like when we were in high school, the old teachers were like, "Oh, you guys are dressing like the '80s." I remember when the '80s was cool. Fair. And now we're this like, I remember when the 2000s were cool. When the 2000s were cool. <laughs> literally <laughs> cyclical baby everything goes in cycles Lim- same with trends liminal fashion trends liminal, liminal fashion trends Fuck fast fashion we're talking liminal fashion yeah we're in liminal right? fashion at this point <laughs> i love that oh my god 2024 well. the year of liminal fashion <laughs> Well, it's a new year and a new month, so I figured I would do a uh, a three card Ooh, pull for us. Three cards, let's go, baby! Three whole cards with my brand new tarot deck. So cool! That I got, and that yeah, they're the Dark Arts uh, Cthulhu uh, cards, and they are fucking sick. They're, they're sick. super spoopy, super cool. Um, so we've got the Empress upright, we've got the Seven of Cups upright, oh, okay, and we have the Lovers upright. Love and I'm it. Taking this as our um, what the year has in store for us. Okay, let's see. So we know the Empress, what that represents, right? It's gonna, it's gonna uh, represent stability. Um, just kidding. That's the Emperor. The Empress. <laughs> <laughs> we all know it. <laughs> Except for Holly. Uh, as soon as I like said the words, I was like, that's not right. Yeah. Um, the Empress is gonna be feminine power, yep. um divine energy, s- sensuality, femininity, yep. but also like decisiveness and even like material wealth. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then we've got the uh Seven of Cups. Seven of Cups, which is uh going along the same vibes here we've got success recovery 
and ambitious projects, right? Amazing. And then we've got the lovers, which ends in harmony, virtue, um, love, trust, desire, and aspirations. I love this. So, for like, us. Y- you know what I'm? You see what I'm seeing? I, you see the the process I'm getting here? Like, I'm on the same page. <laughs> we're we're gonna embrace our femininity, and we're gonna be successful coming in with some success. Maybe recovering some some. Uh, freaking whatchamacallit uh wow spiritual energy (laughs) spiritual energy um individuality yeah dude just like owning our own self yeah right i love this and And then then working on them ambitious projects like both in our personal and our like joint lives together you know yes yeah very cool together harmoniously right yeah then you and me dog the lovers forever (laughs) hell yeah hell yeah baby my first and only wife woo (laughs) hell yeah love that for us yeah that's it happy 100 episodes happy buddy crazy hey (laughs) this is crazy i was actually talking about the podcast with a few friends and family over the holiday season and um first of all (laughs) tell me you don't listen without telling me you don't listen second of all uh like people were shocked that we were like a hundred episodes into this, and then I was like telling them about some of our like stats and analytics, and like yeah, just seeing people's shock at like oh my god, like that many people listen and that, pe-. and I'm like yeah, dude, like yes, right, like yeah, yeah, we have like a the most wonderful group of listeners. We like have made some such like genuine, lovely connections. Like just as a reflection back, because we ended our last episode talking about looking forward. Yeah, looking back. Let's look back. Yeah, okay. looking back. 2023, I think, was a tough year for both of us in our personal lives. I think both of us were a like, lot of things. so yeah. fucking, we were busy. We were drained. <laughs> we like, we're, we had energy thieves left, right, and center in our lives. Not just that, but I think also for you, but like uncertainty. Oh, so uncertainty much. Uncertainty was incredibly prevalent throughout all of 2023 for me yeah i didn't know whether i was going to go back to school or go pursue a new job or whatever else right like yeah such big life changes and it's like yeah i don't know i think like looking back and being able to like it sounds so funny because we've talked about it so many other times but looking back it seems like the podcast was the only (laughs) stable thing consistent for both of us the yeah. whole year <laughs> 100% so 100% looking back on this again like we say this and I think this is the perfect episode to say this on because again it's it's the spooky sode baby it is listeners yeah. whispers these all episodes about you exactly these these episodes are all about our our listeners there are listener stories and like we just we wouldn't be a hundred episodes in if it wasn't for the people who like gave a minute shit <laughs> about the podcast right so (laughs) just a toot just a toot a winkle of a (laughs) fart about us (laughs) so uh looking back 2023 we love you we appreciate you we're so happy to be your winkle farts (laughs) i'll pass gas for you any day baby baby (laughs) toot toot i don't mean to toot our own horn here I hate that. I hate it. <laughs> but yeah, I just think it, I, I think it's really cool to like look back and be like, you're right. There was so much like uncertainty and like, you know me when I get too hard into like certain things, I go like 140% into it and um, like school fucking demolished me all year, like drained yeah. me and uh, pushed me to like the brinks and the limits that I didn't know I was capable of through this program and oh yeah yeah i just think it's so fucking cool to like look back and even if it was just for like an hour or two every week or bi-weekly or tri-weekly at some points <laughs> to be able to sit down and laugh and share and enjoy even a couple hours with you i think really helped get me through the year so oh i appreciate that yeah i appreciate I you dude the same way yeah i appreciate oh, the you feelings mutual yeah <laughs> It's like we're actually friends or something. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. So I think it was really cool, like, looking back and being able to be like, yeah, this was like a consistent, like, stable foundation that brought joy and happiness and laughter and a little bit of, like, in a weird way, relaxation. (laughs) 
Yep. In a, oh, absolutely. In a chaotic world. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 100% because it's not, I don't know, it's different. It is different. It's different in a lot of different ways, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm picking up what you're laying down, dude. We are on the same wavelength. <laughs> So you, know, you can you fail school and like then you're like letting yourself down and your teachers down and everything and like if if you have to push back an episode or you just simply cannot record or if I just have to push back an episode or simply cannot record yeah it's it's different because I feel like you and I have known each other a long long fucking time yeah and you know what. I feel like uh, mutually we have let each other down in different aspects of our friendship in the past. Yeah. Right. Where at this point it's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it we'll out. It. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? Does that makes sense? It totally makes sense. Okay. And like, <laughs> like, I think that's another beautiful thing that has come from this podcast because like I've, I went back and listened to some early episodes, like trying to prep for episodes throughout this year. And yeah. like, I think even just the way you and I communicate with each other when we're trying to explain things, like we get each other quicker now and we understand yes. what the other one's trying to say. And like, so I think not only has this podcast like totally, I don't want to say revived, but like breathed the new life into our friendship. Yes. But I think you and I have totally figured out such a fucking awesome way to communicate with each other where like the possibility of us letting each other down is so much lower now because we just know how exactly. to communicate better with each other. <laughs> Yeah, so like the stress of it is also lower and just the possibility of it is also lower, if that makes sense. Yeah, so, agreed. Yeah. Well, and I, I yeah. think I'm like, I think back to it and I'm like, this was probably, this year has probably been the most stressful year of my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Like Absolutely. between my work life and my home life and my school life, like, yeah, everything was chaotic. Yeah. Like the whole year. The only exactly. and I was like I was talking to Alex about this the other day and I said it's funny because the only two things that were not like chaotic and causing harm in my life was like <laughs> you and him. <laughs> so I was like, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe Couple not of... maybe not causing harm, but like draining me. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's Squeezing a better way. device. Yeah. Literally. The pressure like, cooker. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Adding pressure. Adding straws to the camel's back. Yeah. Well, and I just thought yeah. about like the year you were getting married and how like that was a really that was at that time was the most stressful year for me yes and yeah. i handled it so fucking poorly like so it not happens, not just dude. with you but like with everybody i handled yeah. every relationship i had so fucking poorly and it's you just shut down i did you shut down i did and it's it just is, interesting like, to see like now like this year was way worse <laughs> And it's just, <laughs> it's interesting to see, like, once you actually start opening up and learning to how to communicate and not, I'm not afraid to, to fail you guys anymore. Yeah. Because I know yeah. that, like, it may be a failure to me, but it's not a failure to you. And I, like, learning no. to be open with you and learning to, like, not write it off as a failure without talking to you first was such a huge And I yeah, think exactly. I learned a lot of that in the podcast here. And I think we had a yeah. lot of really cool moments with each other in 23 where we like just totally learned how to be like cool right <laughs> like cool yeah. we figured what it we out learned this year is is uh to have uh grace in the face of adversity that's a great way to put it yeah. um adversity and just like hey you know what i'm not gonna have this episode ready on time like it's just not gonna fucking happen yeah um like on my part like editing yeah. uh, has been a hard time for me lately oh yeah and um before we were pretty strict on that midnight release and now it's kind of like it'll get out yeah it'll be it'll be out it'll, we'll figure it out and yeah i would prefer to be out at midnight and i would also prefer to be out a few days early on patreon but you know what it's not not always gonna yeah. happen it's just not the reality <laughs> of the situation that we're in and that's okay yeah. right no point in stressing yeah exactly so, and like having grace with myself on that too yeah because i don't need to kill myself trying to get the shit done yeah I don't. Yeah. Right. Like it's yeah one of those things. So I think yeah. that's exactly what I meant. Like when I was saying like having grace with myself because I felt like I would fail you all the time if I wasn't yeah. perfect. And that's just yeah. not the reality. Like when no. I come to you and say like I I wasn't able to do this, you're like okay, all good. When do you think yep. it'll be done? And I'm like oh fuck, right. And it's like so that like giving you the opportunity to actually have a say without creating the conversation in my head first. Do you know what yes. I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. So. 
But I think we had a wicked year. We did like we did some amazing things. Like we got out so many fucking cool episodes. I think this year was the year of like we had some of our coolest episodes I think we've ever done on the podcast this year. Fully agree. Totally. Like they were so good. The editing is great. Our sound is great. Like we just I think we just really, you know, in the words of Mother Rue, we stepped our pussies up this year. We put our whole <laughs> pussy into it. You got it. <laughs> and I think we killed it. I think we did a good job. So, um, hey, if you guys think we did a good job, let us know. You can do that yeah. by reaching out to us. And while you're at it, send in a fucking spooky story. <laughs> yeah. Because um, we do them quarterly. Yep. Right? <laughs> exactly. And guess what? It's the beginning of a new quarter. <laughs> so guess what today is? <laughs> A listener's whisper. I'm so excited. We have had some this of these is... stories for a while, and all yeah. I want to do is talk about them. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty stoked on them too. This is what listener's whispers volume seven, six, six? seven. Hold on, I don't know. This is listener's volume whispers six. volume six, volume yeah. six. Yeah, that is so Hell cool. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Listener's oh, whispers so... volume six. What the fuck? That's cool. <sighs> Episode 100, volume six. I love it. I am loving it. <laughs> I love it. love it a lot. <laughs> um, so, yeah, if you want to be featured on Listener's Whispers, volume seven, send your shit in. Send it in. Send it in. Because we love ya. We love to hear from you. I love it. I love it a lot. Cool. We've got, what, two... Two from Tori. We got two from Tori. We got one from a new listener called Emily. Well, I don't know if she's okay. new, but she's new in sending us uh, yes. some wonderful things. Um, and we've got one from No Sleep that is not a listener's whispers, but I thought it was spooky. And we're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. It's topical. <laughs> yep. It's topical, baby. So let's start off with uh, our new to the scene. Or should we, what do you think would be better? Should we do Tori and then you and then Emily and then Tori? Like, should we stagger Tories? We could do that. Yeah. That should probably be good. Let's start with Tori. Okay. Start with Tori and then we'll do the Reddit and then we'll do Emily and then we'll finish off on Tori. Okay. Perfect. That sounded so dirty. I got <laughs> Love you, Tori. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> let's start off with our resident spooky girl, our resident witch and all-around fantastic medium. She's been on the podcast. She was our anniversary episode, but it's Miss Tori. Back again. Back, back, back again with more spooky stories. Oh, love it. Love I it. Love stories with Tori. I love stories. <gasps> stories with I Tori. Know. Oh, I my know. God. Tori, if you're listening, <laughs> girl, we have ideas. <laughs> Do you want to be uh, also like quarterly, but opposite this? <laughs> We'll stagger them. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> okay, so I'm jumping right in. Tori says, this is, I love this. I don't know if you've read this already from her, but she nope, starts I've in. nothing. She starts in by saying, oh my God, I just remembered another story I don't think I've told you guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so a bit of backstory. I've taught Zach, which if you don't know, Zach is Tori's significant other. Uh, to not touch certain things when we go out shopping, especially <laughs> when we go thrifting. Okay. I oh, already girl, I'm already spooked. <laughs> yeah, I'm already, already spooked. <laughs> I fucking love thrifting, but my God, it smells like the dead. Yes. <laughs> Such as <laughs> dolls, certain types of crystals, uh -huh. some types uh -huh. of furniture, etc., and so forth. Don't touch a bed. Yep. Don't buy a used bed. Nope, don't Just do don't it. don't do it. This is because everything carries an energy and it can transfer to you and get stuck to you slash come home with you. Oh, 100%. Hundo P, baby. Oh. Yep. And antiques can have spirits attached to them. You see where I'm going with this? Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep, we do. We see it we and sure we hate do. it. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh. So last year, Zach took his best friend to the antique mall, which he absolutely loves shopping at. Knowing what he knows, he rarely touches anything while he's there. They were going okay. through this one section, and his friend laughs and jokingly grabs a doll, fuck, no, and says, 
should we buy this for Tori? <laughs> Zach turns and sees what his friend is holding. A very old doll with the upper half of its head missing. And we're oh. talking nose up. No. <laughs> no. That is out of, like, that is straight out of a horror movie. Yeah, flag on the play. <laughs> like, oh, my God. She goes, okay. and by the way, it's ratty AF. <laughs> like, of course. Yeah. Of course it is. Things have been partially decapitated. Come Look, on. Honestly. Zach what? immediately tells him to put it down and explains why he shouldn't touch certain antiques. Good friend. Yeah. That's a good friend. That's a solid, solid move, Zach. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Zach. His friend Tori's Kyle, taught you well. She really has. This is what happens when you marry a medium. <laughs> His friend kind of laughed it off, saying, I was just being paranoid. Well, <laughs> in all caps, yes. Said friend gets home and goes about the rest of his day like normal. But as soon as he relaxes that night watching TV in his basement, things start oh. to get weird. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> he starts hearing banging around the upstairs <gasps> and super heavy footsteps. I hate it. Yep. Nope. His fiance is already in bed on the top floor of his house, and he confirms it's not her making these noises. He has a bit of a freak out after the footsteps got heavier and heavier and then stopped where the door is at the top of the basement stairs. <laughs> I have full body chills. Oh, full no. body chills right now. Mm, I don't like that. So our friend gets super scared and runs all the way upstairs to their room. And as yeah. he was running, he sees a light behind him, a.k.a. Wow. like and all of the lights were off. According to said of course. friend. Of course. The yep. second he got into his room, he slammed the door and texted me, begging me to come over and clean, cleanse his house immediately. <laughs> Tori, it's the best. Tori has in quotations here. Lol. <laughs> if that's not a I told you, who's paranoid now, baby? <laughs> Fucking funny. Fast forward a couple days. Uh, fast forward a couple days. I went over and cleansed everything and asked if he learned his lesson in touching things he's not supposed to. <laughs> At a girl. Hell. Antique oh. dolls are one of the worst things to touch because there are stories of people trapping spirits, sometimes bad things like demons, witches, etc., inside of dolls. Of course. And never. Ever pick up a doll with a broken head or no eyes. Yeah, that feels like yeah. common sense almost. A little but bit. It's but not. It's not. Yeah, feels like it should be. <laughs> feels like it should be. <laughs> oh, God. I, the look on her face when she must have received that text, I would have, ah, ah. <laughs> Did you learn your lesson not about, about not picking up things you're not supposed to? <laughs> Oh, I love it. Incredible. I love it. Incredible. <laughs> See, and it's funny because so there's a Ouija board that goes around at my work as part of the Santa Christmas gift. And everybody thinks no. I'm crazy when I'm like, do not fucking give that to me. I don't think it's funny. Like, yeah, I don't want it. Don't give it to me. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's been passed around since the 80s. Don't absolutely give it not. to me. I don't think it's funny. And everybody's like, it's just a game. I'm like, to you, don't give it to me. Mm. that's exactly mm. why mm. that is exactly why hell no nope. i'm uh, for christmas yeah not for me dude nope nope, nope. my guy my guy yeah let me tell you yep. christmas time oh uh, there's so many things that happen around christmas that's just not no yeah nope oh my god this is so funny that is so funny <laughs> Creepy. that's incredible could you imagine though <laughs> you're sitting in the basement and then you hear it straight up to the door uh that I would, would shit. I would. I would leave. I don't. I would leave. I don't know if I could go out of my basement. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. like the idea of going past that threshold where I know that thing is standing. Yeah, yeah. I think I would have true. crawled out of a basement window. Yeah, yeah. I think that's exactly yeah. what I would have done. And then I would have yeah. somehow gotten in my car, called Alex, and been like, "We're leaving this house." Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Hundred percent. So that's exactly what I would have done. But then again, I wouldn't have been fucking around with a doll with no head. So also true. <laughs> yeah. Also true. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, gross. I hate it. I hate yeah. it. I hate it here. <laughs> Blech. Yeah. Blech. Incredible. Was that it? Was that the whole? That's it. That's the whole story. The whole Tory story? That's the Tory story. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Tory stories. Too. Oh, my God. We need to. We really need to flesh this idea out. <laughs> okay. So I've got a post from Reddit on uh, our no sleep by the user 1001 nights. <laughs> and the title of this post was I had to break up with my boyfriend on Christmas Eve. I'm sure you'll agree when you hear the story. Okay, let's go. So this Christmas Eve, I was excited to visit my new boyfriend, Jack's parents. I had grown attached to Jack in the few months we had been dating and his parents, whom I had met once before, seemed gentle, kind, and somewhat sad from the tragedy of losing their other child, a daughter, a few years ago to cancer. Oh, awful. But perhaps I only thought this because Jack had mentioned his deceased sister a few times in passing. Okay. Jack had bought me a new dress for Christmas. Nice. Odd, I thought, but then perhaps I had watched Vertigo too many times and saw (laughs) too much about gender and feminism online. (laughs) It was beautiful with an unusual dark green and red pattern, which perfectly brought out the highlights of my chestnut hair. When I put it on, Jack's eyes lit up as he saw me twirling around in it, and he said he couldn't wait for his parents to see me. Oh, my God. I have a feeling like I know where this is going. (laughs) We entered their suburban home, and Jack helped me take off my winter coat while his parents made polite noises at us, which were cut short when they laid eyes on me. Oh, no. I think this is where it's going. (laughs) His mother's eyes welled up, and clapping her hand to her mouth, she left the hallway. I looked up at Jack and he was smiling. Mom, he called after. Um, His father frowned, but then remembered his manners and turned to me. Come inside, dear. You should have a drink now that you're here. Did Jack never tell you as his voice trailed off? I followed his dad into the brightly lit living room and suddenly I understood. Oh, no. Because hanging on the wall was a full length photo portrait of a young woman with similar features to Jack and rich chestnut hair, wearing the same beautiful red and green dress I had on. Fuck off. Even her hair was the same? Ew. Yeah. Oh, God. I got the whole spooky vibes. Nope. You sick fuck. This is a horror movie. (laughs) (laughs) You sick fuck. Yeah, I totally get it. Break up with him now. The second I saw that shrine, my ass would be out. I am so sorry for disturbing you, Mr. and Mrs. Johnson. I'll be leaving now. (laughs) Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Your son is a fucking psychopath. (laughs) I love it. I turned to Jack angrily. How could he play such a mean trick on us, on me and on his parents? But when I saw his face, my anger turned to fear at uh, the fixed look upon it. Because you were sleeping with a psychopath? He came up to me, took my hands, looking deeply in my eyes, and said, Please, sweetheart, don't be mad. They're always so sad at Christmas and always going on and on about Lucy. She was their favorite, you know. I thought you might cheer them up. Gross. Gross. You're his a fucking grip, weirdo. <laughs> his grip tightened and the feelings of fear and confusion deepened. Yep. I looked at his parents helplessly. They were seated on the couch, his father's arm around his mother's slumping shoulders, Well, she dabbed at her eyes. They looked so frail and ill. What were they thinking? Please, darling, let's just have dinner. They prepared a real feast for us and all it's all the things you like. Just for a couple of hours, murmured Jack. Gross. No, Jack, you're a fucking weirdo. (laughs) Was it social conditioning or was it survival? My skin crawling. I dumbly nodded. Jack turned to his parents. Mom? Dad, we're starving. Is dinner ready? He said brightly. (laughs) His mom got up, visibly pulling herself together. Uh, We have appetizers in here. Where are your manners, John? Offer them drinks. She scolded her husband. And his dad turned to me. What would you like, my dear? Drinks in hand, the atmosphere relaxed, and Jack started chattering. I love these photos you put up, Mom. Where did you even find these? This is our last ski trip together, right? Lucy was such a champ. Do you remember when... He turned to me mid-flow. Dad won medals in skiing, you know, state championships. And Lucy took right after him. His father beamed and their last 
vestiges of courtesy towards me gave way to their obvious desire to talk about their daughter. Ugh, I hate they all of this. They enthusiastically about their family vacations, gesturing to what seemed like the hundreds of photos all in glinting silver and gold frames on the walls. Of course, I could never ski like her, I heard Jack say. And Lucy baked with mom. Oh, Jack, are you still not over it? His mom responded almost playfully. Yeah. My phone vibrated. Discreetly, I pulled it out, thanking God that Lucy had <laughs> had the good sense to wear a dress with pockets. <laughs> And a single. <laughs> this woman is so calm. <laughs> to see a single word from an unknown sender in all caps, leave. <laughs> an unknown sender. Uh, Did you know you get goosebumps it? on your kneecaps? Because that's happening. <laughs> I hate. I hate it. Who is it? Asked Jack, looking over his shoulder. Interrupting himself while in a deep analysis of whether he or Lucy were more popular in high school, uh, I shook my head and I said, it, just, it must be spam. I said lightly, smiling at his mom. I looked at the photo over he her head and it, it was of Lucy doing some kind of school presentation, but she looked directly at me. Nope. <laughs> nope. I felt slightly dizzy. The wine, the PowerPoint slide and the photo shimmered and the word was clear. Leave. And Lucy seemed to nod. The voices rose and swirled around me, and I excused myself for needing to use the bathroom. His mom showed me to the guest bathroom, thankfully next to the front door. I went in, and as soon as she had walked away, I slipped out and opened the door. Are you leaving us? Jack's father was at the other end of the hallway looking straight at me. I stared back, opening and closing my mouth. <gasps> like, a, like a fish out of water. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh. Literally. <laughs> Suddenly, there's a huge crash from inside the living room. Uh, glimpsing through the door, I saw the full-length photo of Lucy in her dress fall into the floor. Distracted, Jack's father turned around, and I heard the startled cries of Jack and his mom. And in that moment, I took my leave. Yeah. And fled into the night. Yeah. Man, first of all, you didn't even break up with the man. You just fucking ran. <laughs> and for good fucking reason. Yeah. that's an actual nightmare dude like okay at first i was like oh that's kind of sweet buy you a nice dress for christmas that's kind of cute and he thinks that you're pretty and he thinks maybe you'd look nice in it and then the second it was like and my mom cried i was like fucking sicko it's probably her goddamn dress yeah yeah do you think it was her dress or just a replica Oof. he sounds like a fucking weirdo who's obsessed with his sister so wouldn't fucking surprise me if it was her dress yeah yeah i'm like I'm a borderline like how many copies of this dress does he have or <laughs> this very much is giving you vibes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You vibes or um, get out vibes. Yes. Or, yeah. Um, what's the other one? The, the hide and seek one. Yes. Us. Was it us? No. Is it? No. That's with the, cl um, the clones. Also Jordan Peele. Ready or not. Ready or not. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I've seen this. The second I saw, um, fuck, what's her name? She's so beautiful. I always forget her name. Sam Samara Weaving? Yeah, I think that's her name. And uh, Adam Brody? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Ready or not, that's it. Yeah, it's very much giving all of that. But yes, as yeah. you were telling me, and they're like sitting there reminiscing in the, in the living room, I'm like, oh, this is get out. Yeah, like, like just and, weird family vibes just in general. Yeah, like, and everybody else around you is like half crying, but like they're like, get out, get out of here. You leave. Exactly, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. She made it a lot longer into that than I would have. Yeah, I would have seen that picture and been like, fuck this shit. I'm fucking out. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. You know, that's it. The, that fine. Fuck this shit. I'm out. <laughs> absolutely yeah. i wouldn't even wait i would my no. shoes would not have even i'd be like don't off. worry you don't I have to drive been... me i would i would have been like i would have excused myself i would have ordered an uber in the bathroom and then i would have dipped yeah yeah absolutely yep oh horrendous gross yeah grody yeah and i you know what and the fact that like i think it was lucy giving her fucking warnings so 100%. like did she die from cancer or did she die from jealousy mm -hmm. Because that's what it's giving. Yeah, it's giving guilty brother. Yep. Guilty conscience. Yep. He's talking about how Lucy was so much better than him. Yep. 
Um, maybe he was a little bit jealous. Maybe he accidentally or purposefully killed her, and now he's guilty that she's dead. So she's he's trying to find her replacement. Who knows? Yeah, it's giving. That's where my mind's going. I don't know. It's creepy. What was her name? It's giving John Benet Ramsey. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's not proven. Yeah. All right. Well. Jesus. Let's move on to a new name and a new story. Hopefully, Emily will give us more spooky stories because this one is very good. And I have been holding on to this for months, making sure Holly hasn't read it because Emily was wonderful and sent us this story on October 30th. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's like so long, so long. (laughs) So, Emily, we appreciate your patience in coming up for the listeners whispers. But here you are. Sign sealed delivered. We're yours. (laughs) (laughs) So Emily says, hi, Holly and Felicia. I've got a spooky story that I'd like to share with y'all. It's actually a good one for big reasons. And I started believing in spirits after this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Love it. Let's go. So. To preface, I grew up Catholic, so going to church and talking about the Holy Spirit wasn't new to me. I can't remember how old I was exactly when this happened, but I remember being at a young age where I started to have my doubts whether God existed or not. Fair. I was also a young age when I I think everybody, yeah, I think everybody goes through that, right? So she says, maybe I was nine, question mark, right? Roughly, ten. Mostly, it was annoying to have to go to church every Sunday when I could be watching (laughs) cartoons. I feel you. I feel you. That is a fair (laughs) (laughs) fair statement, right? Yeah, man. Absolutely. (laughs) Anyways, one afternoon, my mom wanted to take us to a church nearby that would, quote unquote, renew our spirits. I questioned this heavily. Good job. (laughs) Mainly that, why did we have to go? It wasn't even a Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. And now I'm going to be missing my cartoons again. (laughs) Rude. But my protest went on to deaf ears and we had to go. Yeah. (laughs) Me too. I remember standing in line waiting our turn to go up onto the platform with this priest. I saw people all going up. They exchanged a few words and then the priest would bless them and the next would come up. Yep. While observing, I even saw some people after being blessed fall down to the ground. Like literally fall to the ground. <laughs> they even. Oh, because. Yeah. 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 The pow- the, yeah. The-, the power of Christ compelled them. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. The, the, the spiritual whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So they even had helpers there to catch people who were falling. Is this after eating crackers? Like the body of Christ crackers? I don't think so. I think this is more like, okay, um, have you ever heard of like a Protestant church where like they speak in tongues and they believe that like, let's say if somebody's like, let's say somebody's mute, they would like believe that there's like a demon who is causing this person not to be able mm-hmm. to speak or like addiction and stuff. And so they have a priest who would bless them and, and remove or cast the demon out of that person. Yeah. But uh, she said Catholic, right? It wasn't Catholic. You do your, uh, you do, you do you, eat the you cracker. You go up, you, you dip your hand in the holy water. You do the father, son, Holy spirit. Yeah. Um, you eat the cracker, get, body get of Christ, cracker, drink the wine, blood, blood of Christ. Christ. Yes. And then you get sprinkled, more holy water on you by the priest and yeah. you walk away. Yes. So I'm assuming it's probably something along those lines or okay. maybe it was like a different church that was doing these more like Protestant blessings. Okay. Right? It, it, something like that is what I'm column thinking. Column A, column B. A little column A, probably little a little column B. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So everyone was acting like this was normal. <laughs> Honestly, looking back on this experience, I wonder where exactly I was and in all capitals, what my mom brought me to. <laughs> Fair. Oh my gosh. On a side note, I should mention that at a very young age, maybe three or four, I discovered I was allergic to peanuts. I was at daycare oh. and it was snack time, my favorite time of the day. As yep. all of us, right? Mine too. Me too. Still to this day. <laughs> and I'm thir- and I'm 30. So 
today they served uh today they served peanuts on crackers my friend was so pumped and i literally had never had the snack before she said i'd love it so when they brought the around the tray i snatched one up and gobbled it down everything went black <gasps> poor girl <No. laughs> i instantly fainted and had to be taken to a hospital yeah so very severe <laughs> allergy to peanuts after that experience, the doctor said that I was anaphylactic to peanuts and had to carry around an EpiPen with me wherever I went just in case. Yeah. Makes sense. Totally makes sense, right? Okay, now back to the original story. <laughs> While we were waiting in line, my mom tried to get me engaged into all of this by telling me that when I go up there to tell the priest that I'm allergic to peanuts. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Right? I didn't understand why I would do that. But she said he could bless me and that and that maybe it would help me get rid of my peanut allergy. I was oh. young. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was young, but I didn't believe this at all. It seemed no. stupid and embarrassing. I was a really shy kid growing up and having to speak to a stranger was hard enough without telling him personal details about my life, which Fair. makes sense. Yeah. Anyways, we got to the front and my mom goes up, then my brother, and then it's my turn. I timidly go stand up in front of the priest. I wanted to just wait till it was over so I could get out of being up in front for everyone to see me. Man, I feel that on such a personal level. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I cannot relate. Yeah. <laughs> that's the Leo in me. I I, guess, I'm so. like, oh, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, <laughs> but my mom prompted me to tell the priest what she told me. I told him I was allergic to peanuts and he whispered something and touched my forehead. All of a sudden, I felt something go through me. I was shocked and frozen on the spot. I couldn't move. Something had passed through me. Some kind of energy that struck me in place. Like crazy, hey? Holy Spirit, activate. Right. My mom had started to leave and saw that I hadn't moved. It took me a few more seconds before I was able to follow her off the stage. Of course, I immediately forgot about this experience. Yeah. Fast forward some years, I'd moved schools and was at my new friend's birthday party for the first time. We had dinner and then cake. And now we're sitting in the basement and she just brought down a tub of ice cream and spoons. Yum. Sounds great. Sounds like a good mm -hmm. birthday. I'm so excited to just be a part of this group. <laughs> How sweet is that? <laughs> we start eating and something feels off. First Peanuts. off, the flavor is weird. I didn't feel so great, so I stopped eating. And once everyone else stopped too, I took the tub to read the ingredients. Side note, I really should have done this earlier, but I'm young and stupid. Not sure if you've watched Hereditary, but that movie, even though <laughs> it was many years after this experience, still scares me. I can't believe she dies so gruesomely from a peanut allergy. <laughs> Emily, I love okay. the way your brain works. I love the way you tell stories, girl. Me too. <laughs> uh, lo and behold, there are peanuts in the ice cream. Uh -huh. But I didn't die. <laughs> it made me think of the time I was blessed by a spirit. I ended up doing a peanut allergy test at the doctor's and it said I was still allergic to peanuts. And it wasn't until five or six years after that that they finally told me that I'm no longer allergic to peanuts, only intolerant. Okay. Right? Okay. It was such a weird experience, but I can't deny the feeling I had like a ghost or a spirit or something went through me that afternoon so long ago. Since then, I've huh. always believed in something more than just the physical realm. My transition into witchcraft was natural and a great way to rediscover my spirituality after having such a strict upbringing with Christianity. Anyways, yeah. that's my story. Maybe not that spooky, or maybe it is. Thanks for taking the time to read this. I recently started listening to your show and love how informative it is. Keep doing what you're doing. I love that. I love that, too. <laughs> I <It's> like. <laughs> I feel like he just like, <laughs> this is so fucking stupid, but <laughs> like gave you an extra life. Yeah. Like <laughs> health one. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And like it's Zelda when you like doo -doo 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 -doo, yeah. and you, <laughs> you get like a, a heart point. Dude, that noise is such a core memory. 
I immediately know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, like, but it's true. You get a health point. Like I feel like that's what the priest just did for you yeah. in that moment. Well, and that's what I mean. And it's so funny. So like I had messaged Emily back saying like, "Wow, this is crazy." And I was like, "I feel like I had such a similar experience with like transitioning from like a yes. strict religious upbringing into witchcraft and like the idea that like something outside of the physical realm exists absolutely and having yeah. that experience but, but like yeah could you imagine being a kid and like having <laughs> this moment and being like that was fucking weird and then going home and then years Not later really thinking about it yeah ever and then yeah. years later you're eating ice cream and you're like oh this is kind of fuck tasting i don't know and then you look at it and you're like i should be dying right now yeah <laughs> what <laughs> on the floor dying and then you go get tested and they're like oh no you should have been on the floor dying and you're like yeah i know but i didn't <laughs> yeah crazy so i just thought i thought it was a really cool story i i really enjoyed it and i thought That's super cool especially at the end there like the this whole conversation i think is such a valid conversation of like having these experiences and realizing that something else exists what oh, yeah. call it energy call it spirit call it religion call it whatever you want to call it right and then like talking about this whole transition into witchcraft being so natural and it's yes, like it's yeah. funny because we talk about it so much on this podcast that like all of these like deeply christian religious beliefs have so many connections to like ancient paganism or norris oh. mythology or japanese or chinese mythology or all of these other mm -hmm. i don't know what to call them religions iterations yes of, yeah uh, right of belief systems yeah right and yeah. you're like yeah well it makes sense why why this whole like world of the occult and witchcraft felt so natural as a transition oh absolutely. because like a lot of it was stolen from that <laughs> and put well, with a new facade put on it exactly right i i almost like to look at it as if like um witchcraft paganism however you want to look at it like going back to the old ways it is literally like an old religion yeah it is a religion yeah it really is it's yeah maybe not the belief in a specific god but it's a belief in something in something greater than yourself exactly right and yeah. i feel like a lot of people think of witchcraft and like oh they're just satanists but it's not it's not it's not doing anything inherently bad for bad purposes yeah it's just reconnecting with nature reconnecting with whatever is outside of the realm of physical yeah existence yes whatever that may be yeah right and i think the the construct of a god or gods or whoever is really in uh, our own heads a lot of the time yeah and it's what we connect with most well yeah right so like you can find people that connect with hecate more than anything yep. or you can find people that connect with jesus more than anything you yep. know what i mean like it just absolutely or, or, um uh, is it muhammad yep muhammad's the prophet right yep. so or they connect with him or they connect you know it's just it allah all on right your own. like muslims yeah. right allah or yeah. whatever it is right exactly yeah it's it's who you it's who or what you connect with the most yep i find yeah right well i just thought yeah i thought and this is so fitting too because i'll just throw in a really quick little story here but um do it even this Christmas. So my dad helped a friend. Uh, his friend owns like a small hobby farm. And as a thank okay. you, he yep. gave him a sweater. And on it, it said save animals. And it had a picture of a goat. And it, it, was, okay. just, it was just like a little friendly thing. It was a nice hoodie. My dad's like, okay, sure. Right. Yeah. My uncle comes over and he's like, what's this pagan weird goat thing? Like, isn't that the devil? And my dad's like, no, it, it's literally just like a hobby farm. Okay. save the animal and then on the back there was like a star with a goat and my and my family was convinced that my dad was wearing some kind of satanic sweater and i was like all of you are wrong first of all if anything that's a pagan star not a satanic star so you're wrong yeah right yeah and then of course it came into the conversation well how do you know so much about this and i was like well tell me you don't fucking listen without telling me you don't fucking listen <laughs> come up to my library for a moment <laughs> yes. actually hold on yeah right let me show you <laughs> yeah so then just to be a spiteful asshole to the like over christianity <laughs> That was coming in hot at my dad. Ain't no love like Christian hate. Yeah. Um, or ain't no hate like Christian love. Whatever the fuck it is. 
whatever the fuck the saying is. But it was so funny because I was like, oh, you think that sweater's bad? You should see the blood ritual and human sacrifice I have at home. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, I, the whole purpose of me telling that is, like, I understand what it's like to come yeah. from a hyper-religious family who saw a picture of a rescue goat on my dad's sweater and immediately thought it was devil worship. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Even though Thank it was you. literally a fucking goat that said save animals. Because <laughs> his friend has a little <laughs> rescue <laughs> hobby farm. <laughs> like... <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So... I get it, girl. I get it. The transition into witchcraft was natural. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I just uh. thought it was funny. I had to tell you. But thank you, Emily, so much for sending in that story. That's awesome. Thank you. We appreciate it. Um, Send us more. We love them. Send us more. We love it. We love to tell your stories. And we love having new people interacting with us. So, right? There's only so many times we can harass like Adam and Kaylee and Tori for stories. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But uh speaking of Tori. Yes. We got one more to round out the round out the episode here. Love it. And it's another from Tori. Tori's stories, baby. Tori's <laughs> stories. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so uh recently Tori had a little bean. Oh, he's so she, cute. Little munchkin. She had a little baby. Okay, she's like saying his full name on here. Should I? I mean, she knows. She knows yep. what this is. Yeah, I think so it's we'll fine. Just say yep. it verbatim. Yeah. Right. Okay. So uh, it starts with, "Hey guys, I have some stories about Dax. They're not super spooky, but I think they're fun for anyone thinking of having kids." <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so as we all know, I can communicate with spirits, see them, all that jazz. And most babies and children can do the same thing because they're so close to the veil. Makes sense. about this. Yep. Makes sense. I figured having a baby, I would experience some crazy things that I never have before. But as he gets older, they're getting weirder. (laughs) I haven't read these yet because I didn't want to read them before this. So I am so jacked. (laughs) I can't wait. So some backstory. Dax Osiris was born a Gemini. Of of course. course. Of course I had a Gemini baby. (laughs) And I should have known choosing the middle name Osiris was going to lead to some interesting encounters. You think? Yeah. You think, Tori? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you only communicate with spirit all the fucking time. Osiris is literally like the Egyptian god of the dead, isn't he? Like, Yes. I'm pretty sure. Yep. I'm just double checking real quick because I don't want to be a fucking... A knob. Look at me and my stupid little knobby life. You know what? Here's the thing. It's been a it's been a hundred episodes since I did a fucking Egypt episode. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I'll give you so- that. <laughs> I'll give you that one. Uh Osiris is a god of fertility, agriculture, the afterlife, the dead, resurrection, life, and vegetation. Okay. Makes sense. Yep. yep. You were Literally right. God of the dead. Nailed okay. it. Uh, still got it. Only uh- Tori. <laughs> Only Tori would name her real name after. <laughs> I love that. Of the I love it so I, much. Honestly, though, Dax Osiris is a dope ass name. Dope ass name. Super fucking. I like it a lot. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so, of course, with that little name is going to lead to, to some interesting encounters. Yep. Uh, since babies are so close to the veil, I made sure to have an arsenal of witchy things with me at the hospital. Awesome. Crystals, herbs, oils. I didn't want anything attaching and coming home with us. Makes sense. Clearly, these things didn't help because from the second he was born, we were surrounded by spirits. Fuck. So many shadow people. No, no. <laughs> A lot of them were family, which did That's not great. concern me. Yep. But there were so many that I did not know and constantly had to ask to leave. Oh, we took fuck. Him I, I, we took him home and for a few days it was fine nothing out of the ordinary happening zach and i took shifts at night in his nursery while he slept oh, during nice. one of my shifts i dozed off and was awoken by the feeling of someone staring at me fuck that fuck all of that fuck that <gasps> noise I hate it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I, hate I it. have full chills down my back and I keep looking around me to like see if I can see. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I'm getting I hate, the heebie-jeebies. I hate where I moved my chair. I'm in the center of a room right now and I cannot see what's behind me. Don't like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's Edgar Allan Poe. Don't worry. Cool. Good. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> tell me if he moves. Okay. We'll do. <laughs> If I immediately I... hang up, you know he's moved. <laughs> Why would you leave me? <laughs> Why would you leave me in that moment? Panic, friend. Panic. Self-preservation. <laughs> you think this is the ring? Yeah, literally. <laughs> Seven days. I get a call from your phone. Seven days. Okay. Sorry. Derailed. I'm sorry. Sorry, Tori. Um, I jolted awake and saw... Half a dozen shadow people just standing near his crib. No. And staring at him. No. With no. one looking at me. No. 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 <laughs> I hate it here. They quickly vanished. Now, shadow people. Michael, aren't- you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I had a heart attack. My heart. Oh my God. I think I'm going to cry. <laughs> I freaked the fuck out. <laughs> no, you son of a bitch. My heart is racing. <laughs> well, now you know what really happened. I wouldn't have left you. I was like, oh my God, I think the door's open. There is someone behind you. <laughs> my heart is racing. <laughs> My heart heart is beating so fast. Oh my god. He brought me pizza. (laughs) That's a devoted husband. I feel like I can't breathe. (laughs) Well, you go bring yourself back together here. I'm going to have a bite of pizza. Holy fuck. (laughs) That was the worst time that he could have done that. It really was. I heard the door open, but I thought it was the bedroom door that he was just going outside nope <laughs> i don't know if you can see my face right now but it is wet oh god tears my heart hurts <laughs> i panicked <laughs> immediately i was like holy fuck you summoned them <laughs> i don't know how you did it but you did it <laughs> i gotta go did you see me sink down i was like oh fuck <laughs> like somehow they think maybe they couldn't see me <laughs> I was like, it's the shadow people. <laughs> My heart is racing. You have that was sheer panic. That was its that was panic in its truest form. <laughs> I hate this. Wow. Tell me if anybody's behind me. I'm like, it's happening. It's fucking happening. <laughs> have you ever seen that fucking meme with John Krasowski where he just like reclines the chair? In the car? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh, my heart hurts. This pizza's really fucking good though. I'm not that, gonna lie. That's great. I think I may have shit myself a little bit. <laughs> my- <laughs> <sighs> that's a man that knows timing. You gotta know what to get so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I really think the universe just likes to play fucking jokes on me at this point. Oh, that was so good. I honestly wow. thought I was like, this is where she dies. I'm going to watch my friend die on screen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call 911 and I'm not even going to know what to say. <laughs> yeah, they're literally going to answer. I'm going to be like, emergency. <laughs> they're going to be like, fire. They're going to be like, fire ambulance <laughs> or police. I'll be like, Ghostbusters. Call the mediums. I would be like, Tori, your ghost people stuck to your fucking story and killed Holly. (laughs) Fuck me. Holy fuck. Terrified. That was sheer terror. (laughs) I didn't even know what to say. I just froze. I was like, "Ah." (laughs) panic. I love that. Oh, Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Okay, so, anyways. So, shadow people standing there. <laughs> okay. Ugh, fuck. Now, shadow people aren't typically a worry to me. Oh, and they I are to me. And I always see them around the house 
But let me tell you, it freaked me out seeing them hovering over Dax. Yeah. Since that night, I'm constantly woken up by people in our room. Brackets, we moved his crib into our room to make nights easier, of course. Why wouldn't you? Standing over him. Ew. Mm -mm. Nope. We see them a lot more around the house now, too, particularly in the stairway. Oh, awful. And the doorways leading to our room, his nursery, and the living room, which he plays in. Sorry, something about ghosts in the stairway? Give me the ick. Yeah, same. Absolutely not. Yeah. Fast forward to now. He's a lot more conscious of these spirits and shadows. He thinks most of them are the bee's knees, and a lot of the (laughs) time, he will giggle and squeal and reach for them. So many times in the middle of the night, I'll hear him babbling at the corner of the room. Nope. And reaching (laughs) to be picked up. (laughs) Tell me your mom's a medium. (laughs) Tell me your mom's a medium. Absolutely not. And he gets very <laughs> upset. Room by himself. Oh my goodness. <sighs> he gets very upset if I get up and interrupt him and his ghost friends. However, <laughs> there's one in particular he's not fond of. Oh no. Oh no. I have yet to see his face, but it's an older man that stands near his crib and smells like fresh tobacco. Like a pipe. Oh. Like tobacco pipe. That's what I Pipe I'm tobacco. Or maybe just like the plant. Like the fresh Maybe. plant. Dax has cried a couple of times because of him, but recently has taken to just staring back at him until he goes away. At a boy. Do it. Find yep. him down. Give him the Care Bear stare. Fucking. That's not what I mean. Nope. But Bombastic I- side eye. <laughs> Criminal side eye. <laughs> yes. You know? Yep. The last month, I've been trying to let him have more independent play, so he's alone in our living room with a handful of toys. I keep our dogs out of the room with a gate and everything else out of reach, and I check on him every few minutes without him seeing me. And every single day since he's been alone, he has gotten things that there is no way he could have grabbed on his own because he's not crawling yet, let alone walking. Fuck that. At first, it was a burp cloth that I had left on the couch, which was on the opposite side of the room. The next day, it was the remote, which we keep in the little dish on the coffee table. And the weirdest one to date is a rattle, which was in a drawer in his bedroom. What? And then it just ends, Tori. (laughs) Oh, dude, fuck you. That's what you leave us with. Thank you. Uh, we love it. We hate it, but we love it. Okay, but can I show you a picture of Dax? Look how cute I've this- seen Dax. He is the sweetest, chubbiest Isn't little he baby. The cutest little jelly bean you've ever done seen. He just like he's he's so sweet. He's so chonky. He's so but, like, fucking cute. I just want a bitch's little cheeks. Oh my god, he is so fucking cute. I he's can't super fucking cute. Yeah, so good Corey, job, little you made Dax. a cute but freaky baby. <laughs> The weirdest one to date, a rattle in a drawer. Bye, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking rude. I love you so much. And if you weren't one of my childhood best friends, I wouldn't say fuck you, but fuck you. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Uh, How? Like, how do you explain those kinds of things? You You don't. Yeah. You can't. You just don't. Oh, thank you. That was incredible. What a that great episode. The fright of a lifetime. Uh, um yeah. for you anyways. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I shit myself. But <laughs> all thanks you to know, Michael. Here's the thing. <laughs> Do you want to make us shit ourselves? <laughs> Send your husband in while Holly's telling me a scary story. <laughs> Do you want to top these stories? Let's make it a competition. <laughs> 2024. Let's compete. Yeah. Who's the spookiest boo of them all? (laughs) Anyways, you want to make us shit ourselves? Do it. Try it. (laughs) Because, yeah, crazy. Oh, my God. Crazy. This What a fucking opener to the year. What a good start. What a hundredth episode. Yeah. Happy. This was worthy of episode 100. Absolutely. Yeah. Imagine if we just start doing 99.6, 99.7 till we have like a good episode (laughs) worthwhile. Fuck, I'd laugh. (laughs) When Holly and I were doing this, the who who the heck is Santa was only supposed to be one episode. 
and then it turned into two. <laughs> and Holly's like, well, what the fuck? The next one's 100. And I was like, no, it's not. It's 99.5. <laughs> There's no way. We couldn't have had the 100th episode be a part two. No, Ugh. absolutely not. So that, that gives me the ick. Yeah. <laughs> I think I just broke up with myself. <laughs> but anyways, well, happy 100th episode, Holly. Happy 100th episode podcast and listeners and anybody that's interacted with us over the last two and a half years. Anybody that's sent in their stories, who has commented, who's liked a post, who's followed us on TikTok. We love you. We adore you. Happy 100. And honestly, thank you for listening. Yeah. Just thanks for being here, friend. <laughs> Me? You, know, you are listeners, <laughs> everyone. Yeah. You're here. You're my friend. Okay? That's that's it. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Send us your spooky stories. Get, in the, get them in. Get writing them. Uh, as you can see here with Emily, if you send us to the... Uh, send us to the... Jesus Christ. If you send them to us... Months in advance, they will make it to an episode. We promise you they will. Without a doubt. Send us, send us, send us your stories. Even if you don't think it's spooky, we've told it a million times. It can be a ghost story. It can be a legend. It could be a campfire story. It could just be something fucking weird that happened to you and you want people to know about it. We're here for it. Tell us. Yeah. Tell us them all. Tell us them all. And then you you can send them to us via... Uh, well, Facebook, what? Facebook, Instagram. Instagram, Gmail. You can send it in a voice note to us if you don't yep. want to type it. We'll do it for you. Take us in a TikTok. Yeah, whatever you want, man. It is that easy, and we will figure it out from there. So, yeah. <laughs> so if you find something spooky that you love while you're doom scrolling TikTok, literally tag us in it or send it to <laughs> us. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so we love you all, and in the meantime. Stay spooky. Bye.